Hello, and welcome back to Beauty Time. We're just two hairstylists surviving the industry, and if we don't laugh about it, we might cry. Follow us on Instagram at Beauty Time Podcast, or follow us on Twitter at Beauty Time PC. Send us an email at beautytimepodcast at gmail.com. Because we really want to hear your stories, and we really want to talk about them. I do. I want to talk about them so bad. Email like, me. really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and for those of you that are new here and don't know, I'm Kim. And I'm Riss. And today, we will be talking about... Oh, I almost forgot. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> what did you forget? I almost forgot. I have a list of Taco there. Bell hacks. Oh, I didn't Taco disappoint. Taco Bell hacks. I have a Taco Bell hacks. <laughs> I hope that I put them in here. Um, and I will be bringing another product of the week, which is a new green shampoo and conditioner. And I also have... I think it looks like sludge, but we'll just discuss that. Oh, I really hope I brought the Taco Bell Hawks. The Hawks. Um, we'll find the Hawks. <laughs> and I also had three, two articles that I wanted to discuss with Chris. The fuck is that? Um, it's not Taco Bell Hawks. Anyway... We had a couple hairstylist articles about um, wild people that hated their haircuts that tried to fix the situation by... Violence. Violence, yes. What are you talking about today? Um, I have a client complaint from all the way from Los Angeles. And? Is that it? (laughs) That's all you got? Um, Yeah. All right. Well, grab a snack. And um, or some cookies. Settle in and um, join us for another episode of Beauty Time. It's going to be a wild ride, kids. So I'm going to start with the Taco Bell hacks and um, also an update. If anyone listened last week, we discovered that there are reusable silicone straws that my brother, Rich G, at the Mythic Legendaries podcast texted me about (laughs) after listening to our episode. And you can actually, they're dishwasher safe. So I feel like that makes a lot more sense because you don't have to worry about cleaning them. But um, yeah, they're silicone straws, which... I wish I brought today because I have currently a giant Dunkin' cup with a melting paper straw in it. They literally melt and then make your whole drink taste like papery shit. Yep. So, Mm -hmm. anywho. So, I've searched far and wide for these Taco Bell hacks and there weren't a lot of them. Most of them were mainly on how to make specific, um, like, things at Taco Bell. Like, specific foods. Or, like, make them better, which I didn't really write a lot of those because it depends on your preference. But um, basically the one thing about Taco Bell is that you really can pretty much customize anything on the menu. And they kind of encourage you to. And um, Do they? Yeah. I mean, their app, too, which I don't have, which I know. There's an app for Taco Bell. There's an app. (laughs) There's an app. There's an app. I think. Jeez. But... They let you customize anything on the menu. So you can add something, take something away. And sometimes if you create your own version of that thing, it comes out to be cheaper than if you just order it as it is or more expensive. But um, so it makes it more expensive. So basically, um, a couple things that I learned that this, and this is something I kept coming up. About the sauce packets. Oh, what's the heck? They tell you to ask for a specific amount of sauce packets because if you say, give me a lot, they'll only give you like three. Like they'll take a couple and just throw them in. So they tell you if you want a lot of sauce packets, ask for like 20 sauce packets. Like give them a number. Oh, I found the post. Okay. And then the other thing that I learned was which I don't know about this sauce, but for those of you that may have, apparently once upon a time there was something called Baja sauce. Do you know? I feel like I've heard of that, but I don't know what that means. So basically people really liked it and it they 
it seemed to have disappeared and it's not on the menu anymore, but actually that's not true because it still is. It's just called Spicy Ranch instead. So apparently oh. it's the same exact thing. I didn't know there was fucking Spicy Ranch on anything at Taco Bell. Well, that's something. Thank you for this hack, Kim. Something that kept coming up was the Spicy <laughs> Ranch and people said to put it on everything. The other thing I read was that you should dip everything in the cheese sauce. No, um, gross. But no, <laughs> according, like to, their according to people, I know Carmen doesn't. Carmen, Carmen <laughs> does not like the nacho sauce either. Um, the other hack that I learned is you can ask for Doritos chips for your nachos supreme instead of regular nachos, which I don't think I would do that. But you can instead of getting regular nacho chips, you can get Doritos and put all the crap on it instead. And you can also make a Doritos. Um, loco. Well, you could also use the they Dorito. Make Dorito shells, don't they already? No, but this is the chips. You can actually use, you can get Doritos chips in the nachos instead of the nacho mm, chips. Gotcha. So you can put, get your nacho supreme That's a as Doritos. Much. That's a bit much. Yeah, I don't know how those flavors no. would mend. No. But you can also, anything on the menu, apparently you can put in a Doritos shell also. <laughs> Um, no, I don't want to do that either. I don't want to do that. That's very I want specific. the spicy ranch though. That, Try the that spicy ranch. Um, <clears throat> so the other thing too, for all the vegans and vegetarians, which most of us know how to hack that menu this way, but you can sub any meat for beans or potatoes and fresco style means no cheese and no sour cream. And they'll put pico on it. So I know last episode I said al fresco. <laughs> <laughs> that's that a joke eating outside that's a joke that i actually i guess i permanently embedded in my brain is what it's called because i would <laughs> joke about to my brother that that's what it's called but it's called fresco style so don't say al fresco they'll be like what the, what be the like, fuck, fuck are you, you talking about <laughs> what do you want from me i work at taco bell um so apparently something another person wrote was that the dr single drinks at Taco Bell are more expensive than like McDonald's because you can get a giant thing at McDonald's for $1. Mm -hmm. Taco Bell, you pay like two nineteen or two something for a, um, a big one. Mm -hmm. But they do, <clears throat> which most people might know if they frequent Taco Bell, there is something called happier hour from two to five every day with $1 drinks and $1 freezes. So you can oh. save money that way. Um, and get a drink on its own. But apparently getting a drink with a meal is more cost effective. According to this one person, I don't know. But <clears throat> I also found out that you can apparently mix three different flavors of freezes together. And not, and it's not extra. Oh. I've so. never had a freeze from Taco Bell. Um, and I've never <laughs> really been in, wanted them or like been into yeah, them. No. Yeah, no. I tried one once. There was like watermelon freeze with like candy seeds. No. That were good? Oh, no, no, no. But they that weren't actual gross. seeds. They weren't seeds. They were candy. No, I know. That just sounds gross. Like, <laughs> I don't like, like, when I get, like, a milkshake, this is irrelevant, but, like, I don't like candy in it. Like, I don't know what it is about, like, a frozen M&M or a frozen mm. Kit Kat. That shit doesn't taste the same. That's true. And I'm like, get it the fuck out of my drink. I don't, this is gross. Well, and for all the seniors that listen to this podcast, apparently there's a senior discount at Taco Bell, and nice. you have to be 65 or older. Well, okay. I make the cut. So also in my Taco Bell research, I found out re weird random facts from Taco Bell, which I went into a wormhole on YouTube. <laughs> Did you find out when it was created and why? I didn't. Who the inventor of Taco Bell no. is? Because someone invented I, well, it. No, I'm just kidding. I found out that the Baja Blast, mm -hmm. was, which is that Mountain Dew flavor <clears throat> that was specifically made for Taco Bell, has literally no nutritional value, like, at all. Like, not even, like, a drop of vitamin A or C or whatever. Like, there's there's literally no um, nutritional value, and it's 51 grams of sugar, which is a lot of fucking sugar. That's 51 sugar packets. Like, if mm -hmm. you rob a diner and, you know, those little tiny, you know, just in case mm -hmm. you don't know what a sugar packet is, that's a lot. Yeah. And then um, I found out apparently the Chihuahua, Chihuahua. the Yucaro Taco Bell Chihuahua, was very controversial. Oh. Um, and they also took that idea from someone else. Oh, so they robbed it and they so were racist. They tried <laughs> to um, they tried to buy the rights to this like crazy Chihuahua or whatever, and uh -huh. they, this these people didn't want to do it and apparently they just ripped the idea off anyway and then there was a lawsuit for 30 million dollars but did they rip off a chihuahua representing a restaurant 
is like what I, I don't what know was it, it was they some, ripped off it, they I guess they ripped off the likeness of it because they went to these people and asked if they could use their um animation or whatever and then when they just decided to do it anyway those people whoop (laughs) oh my chihuahua is choking in the background um but they those people said no and then they did it anyway and they decided to sue them for 30 million dollars and then taco bell appealed it and then the next judge awarded the other people 40 million dollars so even worse so yeah well, they can afford it. They're fucking Taco Bell. Yeah. You know how many $1 tacos they sell? Well, apparently, um, that's another thing, too, that Taco Bell is the, it's the cheapest, the cheapest chain. chain with the most dollar men- menu options. I know. Um, and I'm fucking so happy that exists because, you know, like, you only go to Taco Bell when you're hammered at 2 a.m. and you're like, I only have about $3 left in my wallet. <laughs> what can I get? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you. A feast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking peace. Uh, I forget what else I learned. But there, like I said, there wasn't a ton of hacks like Starbucks hat, hacks. It was just ma- mainly like customizing okay. your meal to be whatever you want. Something that kept coming up too, which I had never heard of, was um, that there's a en- ser- enterito you can that used to be on the menu, which is basically an enchilada and a burrito mixed together. That people really liked, and apparently you can create it on the menu. If you, I don't know. You'd have to look that up if you want. But no, but it's just something like when you go to Taco Bell and you ask for it, and you're like, it's I like, like this secret, secret menu, menu shit. yeah. And they're like, and they do they know? Because when I go into Starbucks and ask them for secret menu shit, they have no idea what I'm talking about. And then I'm like, well, why are you even here? Well, how are you helping me? I've concluded that secret menu doesn't mean there's an actual secret menu. It's just people make shit up and customize it and they call it something. But then, but then it gets like, it goes viral on the interwebs and then that's how people find it out. And then it becomes a thing. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, um, you know, Starbucks, you should include your employees in this. Right. Or just add it to your menu because people want it. Right. Like, Profit off of it, I like, guess. Could they have an actual secret menu that they just hand out and like give it to you on the sly? Like, Shh, don't tell anyone. But here's you know, the menu. Look it over really quick and then give it back. <laughs> I have a client that used to work at Starbucks, so the next time I see her, um, I'm gonna ask her. Okay. Star more Starbucks hacks, but um, I mean, they're like literally our right hand man, so we need to know. Yeah, but um, that and Dunkin' Donuts. I think I the, like them. the other random uh. Facts that I heard about Taco Bell also was they, I, I know their um their slogan for a little while was think outside the bun because they, oh, yeah, they don't, they don't have sell buns. hamburgers. But apparently there was a Did short. Did they rip that off too? No, no. <laughs> apparently there was a short period of time where there was something on the menu. I forget what it was called, but it, it had a bun and it was essentially like a sloppy joe. Ew. And it was a really big fail, and they took it. They took it off, and people said it was disgusting. So mm-hmm. they did have a bun at one point for a short period of time. Oh, and um, yeah. So those are my not really that exciting Taco Bell hacks, but hopefully it helps someone somewhere. And no, I found try the exciting. Spice, try the spicy ranch sauce. That right there made them all worth it. Do you ever get extra cheese on your quesadilla? Because you can ask. No, I didn't ask. I didn't know that. You can ask. I didn't think about that. And you should be nice to your Taco Bell employees because I know you are. But for the people who... Me? Oh, I'm nice. <laughs> They're not <laughs> Apparently, nice to me. <laughs> um, someone on Reddit wrote that they used to work at Taco Bell. And if the person was rude and asked for extra cheese, that they would only give them the regular amount of cheese. And then if you were super nice, <clears throat> and even if you didn't ask for regular extra cheese, they would give you extra cheese because you were nice to them. So public service announcement, be nice to your Taco Bell. Employees. I feel like that's just a personal choice because that's something I would do. Ask for if, extra cheese? Yeah, if you're an asshole to me and I can somehow oh yeah, screw you over without you knowing, yeah. I might even charge you for that cheese and not give it to you. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, those are my random Taco Bell <clears throat> Hacks slash um, facts. I liked them. You. They were good ones. Yeah. Thanks for doing that for me, Kim. <laughs> and for me, too. <laughs> and if anybody has any Taco Bell hacks that they know of, you can always email us at beautytimepodcast at gmail.com. That's right. <laughs> Please email. Please.
All right. So I'm going to read my normal complaints that I find um, off of Yelp because I have nothing better to do with my time. I found this one. I went all the way to L.A. to get it, and it took a very long time. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyways, so this is from Sue Ann. It's from five months ago. She posted, normally I wouldn't post immediately after having a bad experience, but I wanted to give the salon and stylist the benefit of the doubt. A few months ago, so this is what now, at least eight months ago, I had my hair highlighted by my regular stylist. We'll call her Joe. I had been going to her for over a year, and in the beginning, my highlights were great, but the last few times, the color had been off, looking more orange than blonde, so I had to purchase purple shampoo to tone down the color. Okay, I'm going to stop her right there. If you are a blonde, you should always be using purple shampoo from the jump because you need a toner. Toners don't last forever. How many times must we fucking say mine this? Come, my toner, my glaze comes out in like a week. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it's not ammoniated color normally. It doesn't go into the cuticle. No. It's not, it's meant to lay on top, whatever. I could be here for days talking about that. But anyways, so this girl is saying that she had to go and purchase purple shampoo like it was so put upon her. No, motherfucker. If you have blonde hair, that is the cardinal rule. You must have in stock at all times purple shampoo, a good one. And if you're a brunette and you have, like, orange hair, then you need blue. Which will tie into my product of the week later right. on exactly. in this podcast. It's what dark brunettes have been waiting for. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, so back to this fucking idiot. So she <laughs> said she had to purchase purple shampoo to tone down her color. And I'm telling you, you're very silly because your hairstylist should have told you or any of them that you needed to buy that. That's not like... That's not a negotiable thing. But anyways, she's she's acting very put upon, so let's continue. So um, when I went in the last time, I asked her to make sure she toned the color down so it wouldn't look so orange. She highlighted my hair and was once again, it was an odd color and it looked horrible. When I got home, I noticed at the whole top of my head, my hair was broken off to one inch pieces and my hair felt like straw and was very damaged. I went back to the salon, but... Joe was gone already, and the owner looked at the color and said how awful it looked, and he couldn't believe she let me leave the salon looking like that. He did mention she was having personal problems, which if you know your employee is having issues, maybe it's time to ask them to take a few days off. Okay, we'll stop you there again. I'll stop. <laughs> First of all, you can't actually ask your employees to take a few days off if they're having personal problems. You, you can't force them to take a leave or cut their hours all you can do is hope for the best and fix their mistakes um it sounds like the perfect solution but illegally you really can't as far as i know i mean we live in new york so maybe the rules are different I in mean, california I've, but i'm always going through personal issues and nobody's ever said hey take a few days off to really like compile your yeah thoughts. take sort yourself out here do mm -hmm. you need a personal day no that especially in this we industry, don't get personal days. we don't get personal days we don't so. get sick days we don't get unless you work in a chain or some form of like you know, um, constructed, um, corporate yeah. sort of hair salon, like Regis or some shit like, like, or whatever, yeah. you don't get those days. That's not something that happens. So if, so if you don't you, work, Suan, if you don't work, you don't, you don't eat basically. Yeah. So it's not fair to even suggest that we have the same, you know, like working matrix that you might have working your fucking high and mighty nine to five Monday through Friday. So go fuck yourself with that, with that comment. Um, shut up your ass. <laughs> shut up your ass. That's Kim's response to a lot of things, but I love it. <laughs> Someone's ass is very big with the things that she wants people to shove up there. <laughs> but anyways, so also she said that it had one inch pieces. Now, I'm sorry, but if you broke off someone's hair to that point, you wouldn't you would not have left the salon without making some form of complaint. And if that was the case, rightfully so, that should have been brought to someone's attention e fucking immediately mm -hmm. because if that was really true, that's an, a major issue. Now, I want to know, and I'm looking at the photos that she posted which I can't share. I wish I could for anonymity, but it doesn't look like her hair was broken off at all. It looks like what happens when you don't blow dry your hair and you have a little bit of, 
you know, like everyone's hair has a little bit of breakage or flyaways or new growth because 99.9% of the time people will sleep with their hair wet or put it up in a ponytail wet or like even just from harsh brushing or um, external. There's a lot of factors that go into hair damage, like environmental damage or like having your hair windblown. Yeah. There's, it's not always our fault as to why there's breakage at the top of your head. After a chemical service, that there's a very large chance that it could have been from the operator's, you know, mistake or whatever. But like looking at these photos, I wouldn't I wouldn't have believed it came from a chemical service at all. Her hair was Sue frizzy Ann. as fuck. It looked dusty. <clears throat> Sue, Sue Ann, Ann probably used <laughs> you her bitch. fucking Conair blow dryer from 1990 and without a nozzle. Without, without a, a nozzle. The white without one a goddamn nozzle. Hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. That's what she used and she fried it off after a newly highlighted service. And that's possible. why she has one inch. Pieces. It's possible. But she said she got home and noticed it. So I don't know if she actually Mm. washed her hair yet or anything she just said it felt like straw and was very damaged but she also said she went back to the salon we don't know if she went back the same day sounds like she did sounds like she went back the same day and the owner said that the girl wasn't there anymore but um then he said that the owner offered that he would color correct and that she could come in to get her hair conditioned for free until the breakage stopped that's a really hefty promise. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there was any miscommunication there as well, where he was like, you can come in and get your hair conditioned for free maybe once or twice. Yeah. But and no um, conditioning treatment's going to repair that unless you use something like Olaplex um, that might so. repair some, some of the bonds, but that's not going to make it longer. But it's not going <laughs> to make it longer. It's not going to make it grow overnight. It's not no. like those old toys from the 80s gonna... where you like crank the arm and the hair grows out of the head. It doesn't yeah. work like that. She's not conditioning treatments for the rest of her life. No, they just much. stop breakage from continuing right. to happen so that the hair can, can grow but, longer, faster. But I also, I just have a problem with that promise in general because we all as hairstylists know, like conditioning is a cosmetic solution to an internal problem Mm -hmm. so if you use a good conditioner one day of the week out of seven um Mm -hmm. that's still not going to help you your breakage is going to continue if you use fucking pantene (laughs) or heat tools or or a blow dryer without a nozzle just kidding no any of the above well that's the thing like breakage is like your hair isn't strong enough so there's so many different things that you can do to fix it but um you know the hair is broken after a chemical service we also don't know that like the disulfide bonds are broken after a chemical service. We do know that that is science, mm-hmm. but there's, well, not, they are broken, but they're also just, they're weakened. Yeah. But that's what Olaplex or B3 or bond builders are supposed to do. Right. They're literally, they're called bond builders because they're supposed to be helping the disulfide bonds that are in your hair. What the holy fuck is that? You have to stop showing me shit. Sorry. That looks like lasagna <laughs> noodles on someone's fucking head. Sorry. I <laughs> no, don't... it's okay. Just yelled at you. Scrolling on Instagram, (laughs) and there's literally someone with black and yellow stripes in their hair. But they're big. They're like two, one and a half, two inch wide stripes. Those are really large. You need to follow up and find out what the fuck she wanted that for. The uh, this is the. It still looks fucking dumb. Anyways, it looks like someone put ribbons in her hair. That doesn't look cool. It's not creative. No. Okay. Wait. All right. Anyways. So sorry. Salon owner. Salon owner went on to tell me he would correct the color and I could come back in to get my hair conditioned for free until the breakage stopped. Okay, whatever. He put another color all over my hair color and while it didn't look like it should have, it looked a little better. My hair continued to break off, so I went back to the salon to get the heavy-duty conditioning that he had offered. But when I went back in, I was told the conditioner was going to cost me $35 (laughs) on top of spending the $240 for the mess of a highlight that I paid the other one. I decided I was no longer going to go back to that salon, so I found a place called whatever, XYZ, and that stylist there put a conditioner on my hair and did a Brazilian treatment to help stop some of the breakage. Uh, I'm getting a look from Kim that doesn't seem like this is a good idea. (laughs) Uh, Explain away, because I've never worked with Brazilian blowouts before, so I don't know what the fuck they do. This is my problem, okay? Okay. Here we go. You have to know what you're doing. This is why the segment's called First the Fuck of All. You have to know what you're doing when you're using a keratin to It sounds like neither of them do. Well, 
the thing is with a keratin, it can help you repair and like smooth out. But if you're doing it on severely damaged hair, you got to drop that heat temperature down way low. Because so it has you, to be over 400 to seal the, um, uh, bake the keratin Yes, in. but no, because... Yeah. It doesn't have to be 450 for damage hair. You do have to reduce you the do have to re You have to reduce it, because if you put it on 450 and you go over it, it's, that's it. It's and Two fried. passes and it's your gone. hair breaks off. But you it's have to do, stiff. do lower heat, more passes, and you have to be very gentle and be very conscious that that is what you're doing instead of being like, I'm going to put, I'm going to slap some Brazilian on it and <laughs> hope it solves all her problems. Well, it sounds like that is the the problem solver to a lot of hairdressers. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's something else that we can talk about or if anyone feels the need to write in about this, great. We can have a debate over whether or not keratins really do help solve problems on damaged hair. They do and they don't. They do and they don't. See, there you go. Depends on who's doing it. Cause there's a lot of hairstylists that will really fuck up hair with, the Brazilian if they don't do it right. Well, there's a lot of uneducated hairstylists out there. As much as I want to advocate for our people, if you will, like uh, for hairdressers in general, like I want I want to fucking unionize us. But like there are so many people out there who got their licenses that don't deserve them, that just are like those, those kitchen hairstylists that like think they know what the fuck they're doing, mm -hmm. but they've never worked anywhere else besides in their own home and they, and they don't know what they're doing and they're actually out there doing more harm than good and like saying like, oh yeah, I'll give you a blowout for 10 bucks and then people are like, well, I can get it cheaper elsewhere. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. Or like, you know, for the other traveling hairstylists that actually, you know, deserve to charge what they want to charge and then... They get shut down because someone says, well, my old hairdresser did it in her house for fucking $5. Well, you know what I also... Fucking. Fucking. <laughs> we have some weird accents. Um, no, that was me getting mad. <laughs> um, I also noticed that there's um, a lot of college students that in their dorm, there's always the one girl that like does everybody's hair. Oh, that is true. That was me. That was you? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's always makeup. the one that's like, oh, mm -hmm. I'll cut it and they'll cut it. Oh, no, I never ventured that far. It. No. Not like they have any right to do it, but there is always one. But that was, I was that girl that was asking someone else to do it for me. Like, mm -hmm. can you just bleach my hair real quick? Or like I was doing people's hair color, but it was box side because I didn't well, know any better. But that was in high school. Your friend that you sent me um, has someone that trims her ends when she's at school. Just the ends. Aww. Yeah. She's got a lot of hair. But she does just the ends. She does fine. Okay. I, I told her. I'm like, don't let her do the Don't let her do anything else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, wait. I have to finish this story. It's Sorry. a long one. Sorry. But anyways, so she said she when she went in, she was told the conditioner was going to cost 35 on top of already spending the 240 for the mess. Blah, blah, blah. So she found another one that did the Brazilian treatment on her at a different salon. This girl at the new salon also corrected the color to what it should have looked like. Between the repair and the, the conditioning products and the color correction that I had to do after the disaster, I spent over $400. Today, as I was walking down the street by the salon that she used to go to, she walked right past the stylist that caused all the damage. And instead of stopping to apologize, she looked at me and kept walking by like, she didn't know who I was, and this is why I am posting this review, because the least she could have done since she ruined my hair and made money doing it was that she could apologize <laughs> and take all the time, take time to stop and apologize for all the damage that was done to my hair. But since she didn't feel the need, I feel the need to warn other people that when you do go to this salon, proceed with caution because they obviously don't care about their clients and the skill level is not up to par. Okay. So if you ever run into, if you're a stylist and you run into a client that you don't like outside of your job, or if you are a client and you run into a stylist outside of their job, you kind of can't really come at them and be like, you need to apologize or you need to do this, that, and the third, because that's, again, my favorite word, a liability. Mm -hmm. Because especially if you're accusing this woman of damaging your hair, people take this shit, they will escalate it to fucking small claims courts, which is another complaint that I was going to read later. Like people will, will escalate it to like lawsuits, like full blown lawsuits. It, it's just, it's too much of a burden and a stress on us to as stylists to comment on things that maybe we're not advised to speak about or like 
there's another reason. Maybe this lady that fucked your hair up so bad was having a bad day or like maybe she just didn't want to speak to you because she knew you were mad at her and she didn't know what to say. Like you can't always ac- account for people to think like you like, oh, she she needs to apologize. Mm, maybe she wants to but doesn't know what to say because she knows that you don't like her and she's not confrontational like you are. Well, what would you have done? If I was in which if I if was If you which? were the stylist. Would you have avoided her? Me personally, I probably would have avoided her because I wouldn't want to speak to her about what she was going to say to me. A, I don't care for confrontation. I mean, I've been in plenty. I can handle them, but I just don't care to start them. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't like who wants that stress. But also, if I know that you think I fucked up your hair or that you don't think I did a good job, I don't want to come up to you and try to be nice and pretend to be friendly or, or even apologize for you to come back at me and scream at me. Or tell me that I suck. Because you know what? This lady wants an apology so badly, but what was she going to say to her if she did come up and apologize? Right. It wouldn't have been good enough. Right. I mean, I'm totally no, assuming there, but... I, I would have avoided her, too. Yeah, but also, it could turn into a liability because this lady is blasting her negative experience all over social media. If she had apologized, she could have blasted that, too. Mm-hmm. And been like, she didn't do a good enough job of apologizing. Or this poor stylist could have said something wrong that the owner of the salon doesn't want blasted. Because that's his livelihood. And that's the thing about Yelp is it ruins your livelihood. Yeah. When you get bad reviews. Because people post negative shit all the time. They don't remember the good. They only remember the bad. And that's something to be said about humans and society in general. Like, people will harp on the bad shit instead of looking on the opposite side. Like, a half like full half empty glass scenario Mm -hmm. like yes your hair got fucked up and it's annoying that you had to go pay extra to get it done but now you're happy with it so right it's out of the stylist's hands right and you said it's in writing that you weren't happy with the past three experiences that and you kept going back which I'll never understand why (laughs) you have a bad experience (laughs) once you keep going back I don't know if you're, like, one of those people, like, a fucking swindler that wants free shit all the time. So you're like, I had a bad experience. I'm going to complain and get free shit. Or if you're just like, you know, she had a bad day. I'll give her another chance. And then you just keep giving her another chance until you're that fed up. That's on you then. You know, it's like, shame on me. Shame on you. Fool me once. once, Whatever, yeah. (laughs) Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So I, I don't know. But if I ever did see a client at was unhappy with what I did to them, I would never want to go back and be like, hey, what's up, friend? No. Mm-mm. Fucking no. I need to protect my mental state. Yep. Y'all Absolutely. y'all ruin it enough for me. Yep. With the abuse that we go through on a regular well, basis. that's how I feel. You know, if this woman was nope. going, if this stylist was going through something, first of all, I don't know if that's an excuse to mess mm, up somebody's hair. No. It's definitely not. Because I'm, like I said, I have my personal issues, but I don't uh-huh. take them to work. It's honestly an escape from them. But um, <laughs> until you guys give me, till the, the clients give me issues that add on to my personal issues that just send me over the edge because I'm already a fragile, in a fragile emotional <laughs> state. <laughs> so it's like, you don't need to add this on Kim top is of already on the edge at all times. I am. <laughs> That's why CBS don't talk to me because huh? I will turn slightest really inconvenience. Yeah. Kim goes buck wild, <laughs> full ape. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Uh, Sue Ann's an asshole. Sue Ann is an asshole. She probably has the. Can I speak to your manager? Haircut. Mm, and if she did, it was like some face framing angles and some layers, but. Mm. Maybe it turned into that. It could have. I don't really see her carrying that haircut on her face well, so I hope she doesn't ever. <laughs> She's got a very long face. Oh, Sue Ann. It's not her fault she was born with that face. She can help it. It's true. It's a face only a mother could love. <laughs> Basically, what how I decide that what's going to be the product of the week is what I keep seeing pop up on Instagram um, that's new. So I have something... Another Matrix product, which it's not sponsored by Matrix, but if you want to sponsor us, Matrix, we're open <laughs> to it. Um, so Matrix, <laughs> sponsor us, please. So Matrix came out with um, something called Dark Envy. So they have a Soul Silver line, which is to tone out yellow. They have a Brass Off line to to cool down brunettes, which is a blue um, shampoo and conditioner. And now they have this called Dark Envy 
for, um, it says for virgin and all over black to dark brown hair color. So they have a shampoo conditioner and a deep conditioner for each one of these. But it's a, but it says for virgin hair only. So like I couldn't use that. For virgin and all over black to dark brown hair color. I don't know. I'm going to oh, read into it. No. I'm going to read about it. But, um, so yeah, so it's green. They have a shampoo conditioner and a mask and all of the toning shampoo conditioners have a mask that go with it so hmm. basically um there's a if you go on the website it says the ideal client is our levels one to four virgin and all over black to dark brown hair color red undertones and it shows you a picture side by side of the left side this is the before and it's brassy but is that virgin hair though because to I me that know. looks really very clearly like Dye. highlighted a little right i feel like a lot of natural Dark hair doesn't have a lot of red tones unless you put some kind of color in it, but I could be wrong. No, because I had, when I, before I dyed my hair, I had like honey and red in yeah. it, but as a child, so I wasn't dyeing my hair Yeah. Then. Well, so it says green shampoo, color depositing shampoo, blue, yellow, direct dyes. Conditioner provides richness, radiance, and shine, hydrates, and enhances manability, manageability. Again, everyone loves my reading. Um... <laughs> And then the mask, red neutralization mask. Blue-green direct dyes for red neutralization, both in salon and at-home use. So it has direct dyes in it, so it is actually so, depositing. It's dyeing your hair. So it says, pro tips, designed for levels 1 to 4, therefore dark envy should not be used on white or gray hair as it can cause this hair to take on a greenish hue. This <laughs> includes if any of the hair has been lightened to a level 5 or lighter with color, lightener, or sun. So I don't think it's telling you you can't use it on virgin hair. But you should definitely you use it. Hair. I mean, yeah, dyed hair. But you should definitely use it if you're a level four and under. But how does a client know they're a level four and under? They don't. They don't. You would be. It's so a selling point. This is for a walking disaster. Mm, yes, but it's also a selling point for your clients. <laughs> yeah, so that you can be well, like, well, salon, I yeah. know. Yeah, because a lot of salons use matrix in matrix inside. Yeah, I don't know why, but they do. Because it's cheap. It's not expensive. It's not. The leaders are like... I enjoy their price point, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, but it's cool because they have it. They have them all listed. And the, it shows you from one to four, the undertones. And it shows you to use the green. Oh, they would know. I just realized that on the website, they have the levels right there next yep, to it. Yep, five to seven. I just realized. You can use the blue. So that's how they would know, Kim. From eight to <laughs> ten, you can use the silver. And then it says it has a color chart. And it lists the laws of color toning. So it says violet neutralizes yellow, blue violet neutralizes gold, mm -hmm. blue neutralizes orange, and green neutralizes red. Mm -hmm. So, and then it just tells you the level. So I guess if you're a consumer, that will help you. Oh, my God, absolutely. But it took me a second to even realize that was there. But mm -hmm. hopefully everyone will. But who the fuck even knows? Because I'm oblivious. I'm a very oblivious person sometimes. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's my new product of the week. I don't know. I actually want to try that. So you maybe you just could try you maybe just sold me on that. Yeah, you could looking, try that. I was looking at my hair the other day and like the window in my bathroom, my hair looked like that. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is gross. I need something to tone it. And so I was like, oh, maybe I'll get overtone. And then that, that never happens. You leave the shampoo on from three to five minutes. You leave the mask on for up to five minutes. I can't leave anything on my head for five minutes. Um, I don't have that kind of time. It just deepens it. Yeah, I don't, I don't but it did say that. images are retouched, so. <gasps> <laughs> did it wear? It did, look. No. Oh, damn it. That's the worst. It's like images are retouched in a little asterisk. That's bullshit. <sighs> did it really Where did it go? That? Yeah, I can't pull it up again. That was bullshit because that just now I don't believe it. So I don't know. Um, Ugh, gross. Because this is a definitely a new product. I don't know if anybody's used it, if anyone's familiar with it, if anyone's heard about it. But if you carry Matrix in your salon, it's another good tool to have in the box if you explain to people how to use it properly. Oh, but, no, no, it says images are unretouched. Oh, I thought... Like, oh, Don't oh. fucking scare me like that, Kim. <laughs> but I just imagine you'll have a green bathtub. Mm-hmm. I do have a white tub. So, yeah, leave up to... Yeah, so... Yeah, there's lots of stains on it. Like, the grout 
um not the grout the um the caulk around my bathtub is stained pink from when I had pink hair (laughs) like the tub didn't take on the stain but the grout yeah (laughs) or whatever of your hair Mm -hmm. Um, it is a timeline of my hair because I'm like that's from when my hair was fuchsia that's from when my hair was pink that's from when it was purple and it literally I've tried bleach and it won't it won't come out of the caulk I'm not (laughs) recaulking I can't do that well it's um, not my wheelhouse. I do find that these types of toning shampoos and conditioners, like a now, especially that they do the ones, like the viral ones, the overtone, the, um, mm-hmm. the chi has a um, color depositing for all of those fashion hair colors. I really don't like chi at all. Well, except for BioSilk, that's it. I don't use um, their color line, but they do have a depositing conditioner that makes my hair feel like shit, but. It then don't does terrible. Don't use but it. But it tones it. <laughs> see how nice it. my hair looks? It tones it. Wait, I'm gonna touch it. It doesn't feel like shit because I I used it like not the last time I shampooed my hair. It's the time don't before. Wait. I'm stuck in a knot. Oh, see, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to pull but, it out either. <laughs> but I do find that I I think it's very smart and it definitely um I think it's which good. which is smart all Having- of the toning stuff to have in. Because I remember when I started doing Should hair. Should that be part of our line called motherfucker? Motherfucker toning. Because essentially. <laughs> Motherfucking toner. <laughs> essentially, it's like when you put oh like God. a semi. <laughs> and now I'm going to use this motherfucking toner on your head. <laughs> Bitch, shut up. <laughs> oh, God. Well, essentially, it's like it's when you put a semi-permanent color in conditioner. Because I've seen Silas do that before where mm-hmm. they'll. So it's like finally somebody like woke up and was like, oh, we should sell this. But um, anyway, I'm actually a- the company that I used to work for. I mean, I feel like I can say it, but they've been doing color depositing shampoo for fucking years. Well, yeah, I was going to say years. when I started doing hair, they had vanilla bean shampoo or conditioner that the stylist would tell me, oh, use vanilla bean when you rinse that. I don't know who makes it. Maybe it's L'Oreal because it was very heavily L'Oreal based salon. But there was toning shampoos and conditioners, but they weren't popular. And they also didn't have um, the fashion colors until I feel like recently that was a, that became more of a thing. I So I worked there. I left there maybe four or five years ago and they had just come out with it then. And they had a whole line from blonde to brunette, and mm-hmm. it was all color depositing um, shampoo and conditioner. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they just came out with conditioners, but they had shampoos so long ago, and they they worked so well. And it was like you could – the thing was like you could customize it. So, like, we had bottles that we would fill from uh-huh. the leaders, mm-hmm. and it would be like use um, two parts of – you know, like red violet and one part of marigold or something like, which was like an orangey mm-hmm. color for like, if they wanted the copper tone to it. But, um, she had them literally a violet for platinum yellow for, if you wanted to be golden, orangey gold, red, deep red, like a chestnut Brown, a dark Brown, and then like black. Mm-hmm. And it all toned and, and like they worked really well. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad it's come to the forefront now where people can actually use it and they're being sold more in like most salons. Yeah. So people can take it home and their hair doesn't look like shit, which is a positive because it's your work walking around on their head. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it yeah. can really say something if <laughs> they use the wrong shit. Well, I'll plug them because I love them. So it was actually called um American Culture, and that's the parent company, and their shampoos were called Pure Envy. Nice. BKT. And they're um, an organic line? I believe they are organic. Yeah. Yeah. I believe everything is organic. From what I remember, I'm pretty sure it was, like, as organic as could possibly be. Well, it was – you have allergies, so that was something that you Yeah, and I use. never had any problems. Like, I can't work around color anymore or, like, products. And I don't ever remember having any sort of issues working in that salon. But it was also fucking huge. And I don't know if it was because it was, like, well-ventilated. Mm-hmm. Um, they kept, like, keratins in general make my throat itch. But I think I'm just allergic to actual keratin. Mm-hmm. Because there's no formaldehyde in the in their keratins at all. Like, none. It doesn't make your eyes water or sting or burn or yeah. any of that. And it's so good. But I never had any issues with the bleach or the color or anything like that. I, like, the symptoms I experience now, 
I never had with their line. And I and her color line, pure color, was as organic. I think it was like 98% organic or something. It was like crazy almost there. Yeah. But really good gray coverage. Yeah. <laughs> like really good. So you don't need to use henna, people. Oh, no. by the way, Ugh. by the way, oh, this past week, <laughs> I was working with my friend and she had a client come in that was pregnant. And she hadn't been her to her, you know, because she had to get through the first trimester. And um, she's cons- consulting with her, mixing the color. And she goes, oh, by the way, I used henna because I didn't oh. want, I, I had to wait through my first trimester. And um, I just, I, so, and I, I looked at her, like my head snapped around so fast. <laughs> well, I wish that I could have taken a picture of your face <laughs> right and now. And then she looked and she's like, oh, um, so sometimes henna can turn green. So if it turns green, it's not my fault. And she goes, no, like. I read up on it and it these no. didn't have the the metals in it or whatever. How do you know? And also I read that sometimes that the henna can like fry off in a in a foil if you foil over it, but this one doesn't. And she goes, her hair, her roots were red. <laughs> they were red. And mm. what shade of orange slash red would you like is still <laughs> true. But anyway, so what yeah. shade of shitty orange henna would you like? But yeah. That's so, terrible. I'm like, what are the chances? We were just talking about that. No. But anyway. No, I don't trust so that's, anything. That's my product of the week. And a side note. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sticking to it. Another small product of the week, which I thought was cool. Um, Lush is actually yeah. selling um, um, koala soaps now. Are they shaped like koalas? They are. Oh my gosh, stop it. Stop They're it. little blue koalas. Oh, koalas are gray. But they're blue. <laughs> First mistake. And the soap. No, I'm just kidding. So yes. it's actually already sold out. But it said, um, if you go on the website, Aww. it said an estimated 1 billion animals have perished since the bushfires in Australia began last September. That's Many species species endemic to Australia, including the koala, have suffered significant losses to their populations. I wonder if they're endangered now. I think they are. Oh, no. It's because they help. move so slowly. They can't, like, run away fast enough like little snails yeah. and sloths and stuff. And they said, to help, we're launching this limited edition koala-shaped bar in the same scent as our best-selling Outback Mate soap. What the fuck? I don't know what that is. What is um, an Outback Mate? 100% smell like a brush. <laughs> 100% of the purchase price minus taxes goes to grassroots organizations working in animal rescue or land restoration through the newly established Bush Animal Fund. Wait, I want to see it. As for, I'll, I'll show you too. Okay. As for the soap itself, this sudsy shower time mate will give you a cheery blast of chill thanks to plenty of eucalyptus infusion, peppermint oil, and plenty of hydrating coconut oil to keep limbs soft and su- supple. What's not to love? Yeah, so all the proceeds go to Australia. And these koalas make me so sad. There's so many videos of them like... Asking for water and like oh. people holding them like babies, like they're very so bottom upset. heavy. I know. I feel like I look like a koala. <laughs> Did you know that actually they're always like the eucalyptus is the only thing they can eat, but it makes them high, so they're like docile. <laughs> How do you know about all these animals? <laughs> and they're, because koalas are cute, and I think is... they're adorable. Oh my god, they look like gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> they're so cute. <laughs> it's like, like a Ernie teal or Bert. Yeah, with ears. It's like a little teal, it's a little teal koala. koala. It looks like a little gummy bear. Yeah. But um, I don't know why I know that. I'm like the queen of you random know, useless uh, knowledge. <laughs> All the animals it's and their my, vices. It's my special trait. So no, 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 no. Hold on. They're really cute, but they're always high because they eat eucalyptus and it makes them really stoned. That so way that's really why they're really slow. slow. <laughs> well, they're also slow, I guess, anatomically. I don't know because they got like short legs and short <laughs> arms know. and they can't like run away fast enough. But like. <laughs> remind me of little old men with They're their hair with their pants pulled up yeah, to their nipples their, their little hair like on their head the <laughs> little, little hair they have the little halo of hair around that's yeah. so funny it's true but um i forget where i was going with that fact about quals being high all the time but i don't know <laughs> just in case anyone oh because curious. actually no what it was was someone was telling me that like they're <laughs> They're actually really aggressive animals and you have to be careful when you hold them because mm-hmm. if they're not like doped up enough from the eucalyptus, they'll actually fucking scratch your face <laughs> off. What? <laughs> I don't know if that's true, true, or if that's just what this person was telling me, but that was a fact that has never left me because I was like, wow. what do you mean koalas aren't docile? <laughs> what do you they're mean? They're just fucked up. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like it's like me when I've had too many coffees, I'll scratch your face off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I'm joking. I would never do that. I'd ruin my nails. True. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah. So those are those are my two <laughs> products of the week um, this week. Okay. I just want to add a small disclaimer. We are in no way licensed social workers, therapists, clinical anything. We are just offering up our opinions here and how we feel we would handle certain situations. So any advice that we do give or any sort of like method of calming ourselves or meditation, anything of that nature that might be medical or um, considered advice, just know it's our personal advice and we're not licensed to give it. And if you don't agree with it, you can kindly fuck right off. And also any products we talk about or things we talk about are just be based on our opinion and not meant to harm any businesses or anyone's livelihood. We just have True. opinions we'd like to share. Right. We're just, we're giving you the tea. Yeah. On how we feel about certain things. And we are not trying to hurt anyone's livelihood. Well, speaking of rageful animals, um, I have a couple news articles um, about some rageful human animals. <laughs> yes, they are fucking animals. And if, they're tr- if this is true, they're fucking animals. Well, one of them, uh, the headline re- reads, Mother upset with son's haircut slams into Antoch Barbershop. What the fuck? So apparently this happened in the beginning of last oh, month. Antioch. Oh, sorry. I can't. No, it's fine. So, um... So it says police are searching for a woman who witnesses say intentionally drove her car into a barber barber after she was reportedly dissatisfied with the haircut he gave her son. Police said Wednesday, the brazen crash happened around 3:45 p.m. Wednesday at Delta Barbershop on A Street at E18. I don't need that. The suspect was reportedly causing a scene outside the shop. Apparently dissatisfied with the haircut her son received. The barber went outside to record her license plate number and the woman allegedly attempted to run him over. The barber was knocked into the store's glass windows, breaking them and sustained major leg injuries. The 63-year-old 63 (laughs) was transported to a local hospital. That's not what I want to be doing at 63. No. Mm -mm. I saw the car taking off, backing out, and then was then taking off real fast. The owner of the barbershop was already laying down inside, said witness. Um, Police identified the suspect as 28-year-old, blah, blah, blah. She fled the scene with her son in a blue Toyota Prius. Now, who I feel the most bad for besides the barber is is the son. son, Mm -hmm. Because that's his mother. So embarrassing. Besides it being embarrassing, also that's... um, yeah, that's your mom. That's who's raising you. So that's your example for how you should be towards humanity. And also, like, if she's running people over with her car, you don't think she's abusing her kid? Right. What kind of rage is inside of her that she right. needs to do that? She needs to be in jail. She needs to have her children taken away from her because I'm sure she has more than one because people like that love to procreate. Oh. My favorite thing to talk about is why people who have children shouldn't have children. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not fair. That's not fair that she hit that man with her car because she didn't like the haircut because she couldn't use her fucking words to sort out any type of disagreement. What the fuck is wrong with you? Um, a lot. Even if there was a, like, even, let's just say, let's just say there was a language barrier and one of them didn't speak the same language or something and there was, like, some kind of communication issue. You can at least, you can go to somebody else and be like, can you please help me? I need to communicate something. There is no way you could say anything got lost in translation. There's yeah. no way you could say anything, you know... Couldn't have been sorted out within the salon. Like, okay, if she's that upset and she's causing a scene and you don't want her in your salon anymore, tell her that, you know, it's on the house. You're not paying. Get the fuck out. Right. Like, just anything just to get that free, person to leave. Free yourself of any lo- obligation. 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 <laughs> Obligation. Just don't charge them and yeah, take that satisfied. loss. Yeah, take the loss. It's better for your mental health and your legs. I mean, I know that, uh, but in hindsight, you can't tell that obviously well, you she's going to cause no, she's gonna physical run harm you over. to you. Yeah. But, no. but in case. But also think about it. Also, there's now damages causing cost to the salon because the windows were busted. Because he um, got thrown through the windows from the car. So now he's got personal damages and property damages. And everyone 
is you know, everyone's at a loss here. Yeah. And what did you gain, woman? Now you go to jail. Right. And have a, that on your record. Yeah. Please seek mental health. Seriously. No, but like help. When when is mental health going to be something that is not overlooked anymore? Mm-hmm. Regardless of just in our industry alone. Yeah. In general, for the public. Well, I... Except women can't be mentally stable. No. That's not how you solve a problem. My issue with mental health care system is there's not enough of things in place to help people that are mentally unhealthy that cannot recognize that they're mentally unhealthy. Mm. Because normally a person that has mental health issues, some some people are aware and seek help, but there's also other people that are too far in to recognize that they do have something that needs to be taken care of. And then they blame others for it. That's just a victimization. That's like a borderline personality. uh, Yeah. And I've seen things firsthand that, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's difficult to, to, I I just feel like there's so many things that need to be shaped up, shaped up in that field. And if somebody is walking around that unhinged that they can decide to run their barber over with a car (laughs) obviously they need mental help mental health help and oh my god yeah um you know i just think that there needs to be more things along the way that catch these things before they get to that point and that's just my personal opinion well it starts in school Mm -hmm. so that woman was probably a bully Mm -hmm. or she was bullied Right. And there's a whole lot of things about bullies and um, bullies raise bullies. Mm-hmm. So if she was having, if she was a victim of abuse, she's going to grow up. And, you know, you, we always, you and I always say you can either be a victim or a victor right. of your um, past your experiences yeah. and your situation. So Absolutely. when you become a bully because you were bullied, you are becoming a victim. Yeah. You're a victim. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anyone says. And bullies need help. And if you have a kid that you think or suspect, don't give up on them. And that's, I think that's the problem with schools today is that they, when they, a lot of them don't handle them or Or problem child, they they chalk it up to they're just kids. Yeah, they do say that depending on the age, like if they're like, you know, four and under, um, it's kind of a, a tendency that they have to, they're testing the waters and they're developing. So Mm -hmm. like sometimes Actions that are like a bully behavior are them just trying to figure out what the fuck to do with their own arms and legs. Yeah. Which isn't is exactly an excuse, but they're still brand new. Yeah. So they're still figuring it out. They're and new then human that's, beings. They're new the humans. Right. Yeah. So like that's when it's your job to come into action and be like, nope, that's unacceptable. Right. You, Whatever you, the you case have may a job be. as a parent. Oh God, yeah. If you're gonna have a child, you have a fucking responsibility to that child to raise them right. Um that's why I'm saying people who have children who shouldn't have children. Speaking of <sighs> Really quick side note, and then we have to wrap it up. But I watched the Casey Anthony documentary on I can't. Hulu. I will fight her. Oh, my God. I do not understand how the fuck she didn't go to jail. I really don't understand. Nobody it. understands. She's, didn't she have another child? She's, like, I married and said she wants to settle down and have a kid again or something. And everyone's what? like, why? You her, fucking killed the first one you had, you piece of shit. So her father... um doesn't talk to her at all because he believes that she like drug he that she drugged her and that's but why she died. That whole case, but is so the mother, upsetting. the mother is fucking delusional and she's like, no, I don't believe. I believe she drowned in the pool and you know Casey was just too scared to. And I'm like, have you ever looked at Casey Anthony? She oh, looks yeah. like a frightened fucking well, like a caged watch, animal. Watch the documentary because me and. Um, Dylan were watching it and shouting at the TV because it's fucking crazy. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know if I could. Wa- I'd probably watch break it, the TV. <laughs> but they now it's it's wild because they changed the laws in Florida because of this case that if you do not report that your child is missing for a month, you automatically um, get a felony. So I'm like, oh, so they're well, they're recognizing that she didn't report her child was missing for a month. That obviously she was up to something. She did something. So now she like went to a bar like the night after she went missing. Yeah, or she some wasn't shit. concerned. She was like dancing on bars and she, shit. Yeah, or yeah something. she wasn't. She wasn't concerned. No, because she killed her fucking she kid. Did. And she did it, and she knew she killed her child. And she was like, "Oh, I'm just buying myself some time." No, You're a piece it, of shit. No, watch it because it was very. It was very interesting, and 
upsetting at the same time but it was very interesting because you see tapes of her and she had no expression and her fucking parents were sitting there with shirts on that said fly home baby and she's like i i don't really know i don't know really know what's going on and like didn't have any remorse or concern where her daughter was so she's another example of someone who shouldn't but it it it, so they said i know it's off on a tangent but um they do they did say that the reason the jury didn't um, charge her for being guilty is because during the case there was no point in time at at the prosecutor's story that said this is how she died this is where she died and this is when she died but she died they didn't they just didn't know how or when because her bones were too decomposed to figure it out so that's bullshit. They've fucking solved cold cases from 50 years ago with decomposed bones, so yeah. don't give me that bullshit. No, I, I know. To, I fucking know a lot of true crime. Everyone else knows she was guilty, mm-hmm. but the whole world. Anyway. Just like everyone knows OJ's guilty. OJ, you fucking guilty. You wrote a book about it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. That was off topic. Mm-hmm. But. Well, not really. That's that's the moral of the story there. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then the, the other news article I had that was a quick one that... <laughs> I don't know if this one could be a quick one. I don't know if it's it's real, but um, (laughs) apparently a hairdresser from New Orleans was arrested um, and accused of using his customer's hair to create voodoo dolls and cast curses upon them. (laughs) I mean, I can understand why. (laughs) I can totally understand why. I feel like I'm going to side on the hairdresser's (laughs) side with this one, just because sometimes I want to make voodoo dolls of them, too. (laughs) So, um, apparently... They used it for black magic rituals. They found a voodoo altar in the store's basement with dozens what? of dolls. They also have found baggies of full of hair, each marked with the names <laughs> of the customers it came from. The victims, I can't even take this seriously. <laughs> the victims describes, I don't know if this is real. Because there was another one that they posted on Behind the Chair about a lady running over a hairdresser that wasn't real. But, but her hair was fucked up in that mugshot. <laughs> yeah, it was. But it said the victims described suffering from acute migraines, back pain, severe rashes, respiratory problems, and even some sudden and eerie hemorrhages that would cause blood to come out of their nose, eyes, and ears. <laughs> I don't... I feel like this is not real. I don't think that's real. <laughs> How can that be real? Maybe um, you ate something that was suspicious. Mr. Whatever allegedly contacted contacted them himself to explain that he was a powerful sorcerer and the cause of no no he was like hey did your eyes bleed that was me that was me (laughs) um some of his victims called us after he asked them for money he showed them the dolls and threatened to increase their pain if if they didn't pay him thousands of dollars stop it so two of his female customers claim that instead of money he accused asked Okay, this is not even written properly, so this is not real. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> but if you look at the photo, uh, like the mugshot that they he does just copy like and pasted, guy. he looks like he would do some voodoo. Yeah. But that's just a preconceived notion, and I'm judging him based on his face. <laughs> full of tattoos. His face look- is full of fucking tattoos. I just <laughs> want you to know that. Um, apparently, he <laughs> told these few women that if they had sex with him, that he would lift the curse. Oh, wow. Um, that is a new line. Ladies and gentlemen. The 1731 Act Against Sorcery and Witchcraft provides that anyone who <laughs> should mean there's a goddamn law about it? Or exercise any wit- no. witchcraft, enchantment, charm, or sorcery shall be sentenced to a minimum of 10 years imprisonment. If found guilty on all charges, this man could get a fine of $1 million something dollars, face a total year of 835 years of imprisonment, and he was freed a few hours after his arrest on $120,000 bail and should be back in court in October for the beginning of his trial. I don't know if that's real, so I'm sorry if that was just fake Whoa. news. But the other one about the woman running over um, the barber is definitely real because there was like a news report on it. This one just had a man's picture. So. <laughs> Sorry if there's fake news. <laughs> but, oh my god. So yeah. That's amazing. That was a good one. That was a good story. I don't know if I believe that <laughs> but there's apparently what? A witch act of 1731 uh, that apparently prohibits in of witch- What if that's your actual religion? Yeah, I don't know. Some people that's their real thing. Yep. So, mm, I don't know. I gotta Moral wrap- of the story is don't fucking practice witchcraft in Louisiana. Yeah. 
I don't know. Well, that's where um, voodoo originated, I think, right? I don't know. That's one. There's a lot. That's there's, one random fact I don't. There's have an where for. that's where a lot of voodoo happens, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I gotta wrap this up because I gotta go to work again. <laughs> so, um, sorry. You sh- sorry for your should loss. Be. No, I'm just kidding. Fight <laughs> just we we had more. You should feel on empowered podcast. because you're going to work after a real good episode of Beauty Time yep. with Kim and Riss. With Kim and Riss. So you should feel really good about yourself. Also, does everyone like our new closer? <laughs> this is our closer. No, our new closer after the Kim and Riss. Usually I put a bleep sound, but I use Riss's scared sound instead. My scared voice. Her scared shout. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, that concludes another episode of Beauty Time. I want to know what other life hacks you want to know inside the salon and out because I find those very fun and interesting. Mm-hmm. And um, I need to know them, so give give Kim uh, homework. Please email <laughs> us, please, or tweet us, or DM us all <sighs> the time. We need um, content. No, we've got plenty of content. We do. I actually had a lot of stuff that I will talk about in the next episode. Yep. Until then. See you next week. Signing off. Beauty time. With Kim. And Riss.